Hello, and welcome to the Race to Speak Up podcast. I'm your host, Devin Moore. Today's guest is Zania McCullough. At only 16 years of age, Zania wears her confidence well. She is an entrepreneur, beauty formulator, author, and influencer. Zania is the CEO and beauty formulator of Islande Beauty, a beauty brand that formulates unique hair care products that grow and strengthen hair. Islande Beauty is a company committed to the empowerment of girls through education and healthy hair care. Zania is also a best-selling author. She has published three inspiring and engaging books, The Science Behind It, Volume 1, The Science Behind It, Formulating Success While Impacting the World, and her best-selling um, children's book, Wash Day, Fun Day. Zania hopes to inspire and teach girls that they have what it takes to make something truly exceptional of themselves. Welcome, Zania. How are you doing today? First, I want to say thank you for having me on the show and your podcast, but I'm doing pretty well today. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining me. Why don't you tell us about... So Islani Beauty is a company that specializes in creating hair care products that contain natural and organic ingredients. I started the brand, well, I actually had the idea for the brand when I was around 12 years old but I actually started it when I was 13. And the reason that I started was because I had issues with my own hair and the growth of my own hair. And I didn't like how, like the rate that my hair was growing at. And I would always wonder, like, why doesn't my hair look like my sister's or my mom? And it kind of made me self-conscious. So instead of, you know, of course, dwelling on the situation, I decided to take it into my own hands and start creating products to not only help myself, but to help other young women and girls that are going through the same issue. So was, um, or were you always taught to love your natural hair? Mm, yes, for the most part. In my, and I'm kind of fortunate to have a household like that, that, you know, it was kind of, I guess, implemented that, you know, you should take care of your natural hair and wear it with confidence. I know that, my family, some of my family, they personally struggled with wearing their natural hair and being confident with it because of the negative stereotypes and things said about natural hair, especially tight, curly, kinky hair. But for my household, I was pretty taught to, you know, take care of your natural hair and to love it and to wear it. So, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, it's really good to be in that environment where you can, you know, embrace and love your natural hair and, you know, work through certain things that may be um, like setting, scenting growth or, you know, things like that. It's very cool how you were able to create your own hair can line, honestly. I love that. So <laughs> now what does your day look like running Islande Day Beauty? My day, so, hmm. Well, of course, for Islani Beauty, I am the CEO and beauty formulator. But what I mainly do is the beauty formulator part. So I research on, whenever we're doing products, I research the ingredients of the product, where they came from, their benefits. Um, so I do mostly that part of it. And I also do the actual creation part. But with that too, I don't work by myself totally because I am against still young. But I do work with a beauty I do work with a cosmetic chemist and she helps to assist me with the formulas of the products. So we work 
kind of together with that whole process. But for the main part, I just do the research part, the creation, production, and I also help out with the social media. Wait, so how long did it take for you to come up with the perfect ingredients for your hair care products? Well, again, I had the idea since I was 12. So it took about, it took about, the whole process took about a full year because I had to do the research on the ingredients that I wanted to use, why I wanted to use them, the benefits. And another thing too was I didn't, at the time when we launched this, hair growth oils were very popular back then. So, and I didn't want to use the same ingredients as, you know, cash. I don't want to use the same ingredients as a lot of other companies since they use common oils like castor oil or olive oil and this. I want it to be different, which is why I use Prakashi oil and Kalahari Mela oil. So that whole process took a while, but the research, then I had to actually get the things, get them here to get the equipment. Then I had to do trials. And once I got it, the formula down pack, I still had to test it. So I sent them out to a group of family and friends and they tested it for about three months and they gave me all their feedback. And that's when I knew that it was perfect and that I could launch it. I know for me, like I love my natural hair and like, so how is it important to speak up about loving your brown skin and hair? I feel like it is very important because especially in today's society, there are so many negative things being said about your hair that oh, your hair is nappy or you shouldn't wear it, it's ugly, it's unprofessional, when that's the complete opposite. There are some people who would love to have curly hair or love to have kinky hair. But even so, that doesn't necessarily matter. You should love it yourself. The love should, be, should come within yourself rather from other people. Who cares if they say that you know it looks bad or it looks terrible? If you love it and you know that you love it, then that's all that matters. So I feel like it's always very important to teach people, to teach people that, especially young Black girls, that their hair is beautiful and that they should embrace it. That's very important. And, you know, we have all these things, like, I know there's a lot of different, like, jobs, especially. I don't really know if you've ever come across this, but, like, when it comes to especially in certain jobs, Black women aren't, aren't allowed to wear their natural hair which is just extremely alarming because, you know, just a Black people in general, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of who we are. We should be able to embrace that. And so I, you know, we need people like you who are able to really educate others and allow and help in allowing them to embrace their natural hair. And so, you know, like I said, people of color were not always able to really embrace their um, natural hair just because of societal obstacles and things like that. So um, I think the question is just like, why should we own our beauty? Why should we own our beauty? Hmm. I get this, that's the first time actually somebody asked me that. But um, I feel like though we should own our beauty because self-love is very important. And I know myself, I have struggled with this a lot. And sometimes I still do struggle with it, especially when you're in that teen phase. But I feel like though it is important to own your beauty because, you know, self-love. Um, it doesn't, you don't need to go searching for love out and within others or acceptance out of other people. Because at the end of the day, 
their opinions don't really matter. It's yours that do. So you should be the one to love yourself and you should own your beauty because it makes you feel better overall too. Makes you feel better, you do better. And I just feel as though self-love is very important and just, and it should be practiced every day for everyone. No matter what insecurities you may have or what obstacles you may face, you should love yourself and be confident in yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, loving yourself is extremely important and loving as much of yourself, which includes your beautiful black, kinky, curly, or even loose hair, you know, and embracing your beautiful melanin or whatever skin color you are, you know, that that's extremely important when it comes to self-love. And so now I kind of want to shift the topic to your books. Why don't you tell us more about your books? And I kind of really want to start off with Wash Day Fun Day. So why don't you tell us about that? So that was a book. That was my most recent book that came out. And I wrote that along with somebody else. They helped me to write it. But where the inspiration came from was, you know, in the past I have written books, but those are more about my entrepreneurship journey and how I got to where I am today. But I wanted to do a book to highlight, you know, the whole wash day routine. So in the book, it takes you through 10-year-old Naya, through her whole wash day routine from the shampoo to the conditioner to the moisturizing, styling, all that. So I, you know, I felt like it was very important to learn, you know, how to have your own wash day routine, especially for those that are unfortunate to live in a household where they aren't taught to take care of the natural hair or to love it. So that is part of the reason as to why I wrote it. And honestly, it was honestly very fun because, you know, it's a children's book. It's cute. The drawings are nice. There was activities in it also. So I feel as though it was important for people to know that. And then you can also learn other things in the book as far as like why it's important to have a routine and also self-love, self-acceptance, self-confidence. And also, you also get to learn how to take care of your natural hair. That's so it's awesome. educational too. Yeah, very educational. That's perfect, especially when you're young, you know, and you really need to, a young Black person or young Black girls really need to kind of learn how to just do their natural hair and with that ed- empowerment and education. And so why don't you tell us about your other books? Because I know you were saying it's dealing a lot with like your journey from like through entrepreneurship. Yes, so I wrote, I wrote those a little while ago, not too long ago. But as far as like for the science behind it, because I was in the first volume and also the second volume, for the first volume, that followed more as to, it had, it also had a more interview style type of questionnaire. So it asked me, when did I start? Why was I inspired to start? What type of advice would I give to young entrepreneurs? So that kind of went through my whole entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey and also to where I am now. Then as far as the second volume, that was written more to see like how I was able to become successful. So what I did and how I did it and also the whole process of me, you know, and how I, ju- how I also juggle with other things in my life. So school, social life, activities and entrepreneurship, of course. So, you know, both do follow more of my entrepreneur lifestyle and also my beauty for later lifestyle Mm, and I know you're very definitely a very busy student 
And so why don't we talk about um, your school life? What grade are you in? I'm in 11th grade. Okay. What do your classmates say to you? You know, because what you're doing is very impressive. So what do your classmates say to you about your work? Well, currently, well, I recently actually switched to homeschool because I feel like it was better for me. And I also work a lot better. I also work, well, I worked a lot better independently. And I also saw that when I was homeschool, I had time to do other things like entrepreneurship and activities and traveling. But prior to when I was in the, you know, regular school setting, um, my classmates, actually a lot of them didn't even know, or even my friends. It took me a little while for me to tell them. And it's not that I was necessarily scared or anything. It was just like, you know, I felt like some people wouldn't understand per se, because, you know, if you're a teenager, they're like, you should go out with your friends, go to concerts, go to parties, go to football games. That's the norm. And of course, I do all those things, but also I do things that most teenagers don't. But for the most part, they didn't know. But when I did tell them, they were very supportive. And especially with my dance school that I attended, they were also too, and also my school. Yeah, I definitely can relate to that. It kind of did also take me a time, I mean, some time to really explain. Well, first I kind of, because I did go to a new school um, in ninth grade, and ninth grade was really when I was doing my work, and like things were starting to be up and running with my organizations and things, organization and things just kept adding on and adding on. But like, regardless, in ninth grade, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't so fast to tell my classmates only because I was trying to figure things out in that new school and in that new environment. And just kind of like, it's hard to explain to your peers because like, like you said, you know, we do these normal things like hang out with friends, but we also do other things like with me talking on different speaking engagements about anti-bullying or speaking in front of youth about, um, you know, the importance of being upstanders, you know, things like that. And so I think it's kind of funny how we have a whole nother aspect to our lives and we're helping others through that, like how you're helping others through hair care and empowering them. Um, but it's definitely a journey when it comes to school. It's definitely a journey. Definitely. So what do you do in your downtime? Mm. Well, I do, I do a lot of stuff, actually. I have a lot of interest, but for the main, for the most part, I do, I also do dance. That's a really big interest and passion of mine and has always been since I was a kid. So I do dancing. I like to read. I also like to do creative writing, hence, you know, why I'm an author. So, and another thing, I like to hang out with my friends a lot because, you know, it's always cool to have them around. And... Besides like generic, listening to music, hanging out with friends. And also I play games from time to time because I'm bored. Okay, cool, cool. I know for me, I, I, well, I just like to write poetry a lot. I think that's kind of, that's kind of like encompassing work because I, I write, I do a lot of writing for work, but it's kind of like fine for me because that's also in my downtime, just kind of encompassing or like bringing together everything. And then, um, yeah, I just also work, I kind of just hang out with my friends. So I completely get that teenage side of it. Um, so what are your career goals? Career goals. So I do want to continue down this entrepreneur route and down the beauty formulator route, but mm, I still want to be in the hair care industry. I do know that, but 
But another thing that I do want to do is I want to attend cosmetology school, which I am going to attend in the upcoming school year. So I want to go to cosmetology school so I can get my license. And then I actually want to do hair. So also have my hair care products and also offer services as a hairstylist. And I do also plan on going to college when the time comes. And I do want to, I want to major in public relations. I know that. And I feel as though that could also help me a lot with all of my businesses and things that I also do. So that's where I'm really at for the most part. So it's kind of, it may seem like a lot since it's entrepreneur, author, be formerly there, hairstylist, but it all comes together. And I feel as though all those things kind of intertwine with each other. And the stuff that I learned from doing those things has helped me to improve. So as far as like communication that can help me with my business and get relationships with other companies. So I do feel as though, yeah, it may be a lot, but they all help me. And that's where I feel like my passion lies. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, you really are able to bring all these things together. And, you know, so I'm very excited to see your journey moving forward. Um, so I guess my next question for you is just what's been the most rewarding part of your journey? I think the impact. Um, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you're an entrepreneur. Like, you make money. Like, yes, I make money. Like, that's, you know, of course, that's a good part. But I feel like another thing that's important, too, is the impact. Um, and honestly, looking when I first started, I didn't really think I made a big impact on people. I was just like, yeah, I have a business. It's fine. It's whatever type of thing. But then I remember the first time when I realized I was speaking somewhere and it was, it was a STEM event for young girls. And I spoke on a panel for five minutes. Then we had a, um, we had a questionnaire part. So we would go into breakout rooms and we would have to, you know, the kids would ask us questions. And this one girl was like, I want to be like you and do what you do. I was like, oh, like, that's really nice. Like, what do you want to do? And she was saying, well, I want to do what you do, but just do it with lip gloss and stuff. And that seeing me talk about my journey inspired her to make her believe like, oh, I could be like her. You know, she was just a normal kid, but she was able to do all this stuff so I can be able to do it. So I feel as though that was one of the most rewarding parts was knowing that I instill confidence and inspiration to younger kids to follow their dreams and to follow their passions, especially when it comes to what's not considered the norm. So like entrepreneurship and the beauty industry. So I feel like that was the most rewarding part. I love that. And then also that story. I really love that story too. But yeah, the impact is definitely a major part and, you know, the the good work that you know like you and I like young people do and like can do and then just you I feel like you would probably relate to like that warmth you get after like speaking somewhere or like having someone just coming up to you and say you know you really inspire me and of course it's just like I'm happy that I'm making that difference in someone's life because it's a positive change it'll aid in them moving forward and to even like them feeling them feeling better and them feeling happier with themselves, you know? So I really love that. Um, and I know you really kind of talked about this earlier in like different aspects, but I kind of want you to um, sum this part up. Uh, what are your hopes and dreams moving forward with Islandi Beauty? Islandi Beauty. 
So I do know in the upcoming year, so of course for Islamic Beauty, well, I'm not sure if you know, but there's only one product on there and that's the hair growth oil, but there's gonna be more products coming in the future. So I definitely do wanna finish this line in the upcoming year. If not later this year, then definitely next year. So I can later expand. But one of my biggest goals that I personally want is I wanted to get in stores like Target, um, Walmart. I especially wanted to get to Sally Beauty because I go there a lot to go get hair care products. And, you know, it's kind of just like my place. And that's why I feel like one of my biggest goals with Islamic Beauty is to get to that point, to be able to get into stores and to also expand my reach. And I also want to grow a community so where we can talk about natural hair struggles, like help each other out, like, you know, give tips or, you know, just connect with your supporters and to help them throughout their whole natural hair journey. Cool. Well, Thank you for joining me today. This has been a really good conversation. You're welcome. I'm so happy. And I want to thank you for having me on the platform. <laughs> um, do you want to share your website and social media? Okay. So you can find, so my website is islamibeauty.com. And there's also social media located on there. But of course, we are on all social media handles at Islani Beauty, And you can find me personally on all social media platforms at Zanai Inspires. Awesome. Well, thank you again for showing how you race to speak up and in your community. And thank you to everyone listening. I hope to see you guys at future Race to Speak Up podcasts. If you have any questions about the Race to Speak Up podcast, feel free to contact me at race to speak up at gmail.com. Make sure to check out my website, www.racetospeakup.com. And then follow my social media all at Race to Speak Up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for updates on future podcasts and all of my other events. Join the Humanity Rising movement. Humanity Rising offers scholarships for students making a difference in the world through service. Visit www.humanityrising.org for more information. Remember to ask yourself this question. How do you race to speak up? <laughs>